0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! Well done. We do have um, we do have donuts. We've we just sort of had this little um, uh, tradition that I'll maybe explain a little bit about as we go. But um, of of um, having donuts when whenever we come back together again, we started it on our thirtieth birthday, which was a year ago, and and actually this month, April first, we turned thirty one. So it's it's going to be. Um, it's, it's going to be Krispy Kreme Day. It's sort of all of a sudden it's become a thing. I don't know why, because I never eat them. So it's, it's like, it's, it's like, but you guys must do it in bulk somewhere. So I think that's a really good thing. So, um, so it's with a sense of, uh, I, I think, sort of celebration and gratitude. Can we get the first slide up, Lindley? Um, with a sense of uh, celebration and gratitude, and from my point of view, that I kind of come to church today, which is, it feels like a little bit different today coming to church. It feels like, even though we're well over a quarter of the way into the year, we're well into, in a sense, the second quarter of the year, that there's something of a, hey, we're back feel um, today. After a year in which we've, ha- we've had a COVID lockdown, obviously, we've had um, two camps over the last um, two weekends. Uh, we've had all of our long weekends. All of those have been fantastic things, apart from the lockdown, of course. And, and yet here we are back, and we're, we're meeting at 10 in the morning. We meet at 5 this afternoon. Tim tells me we've, we've only met about three times, he thinks, this year or something, at 5 o'clock. So it's, it's more relevant for, for the evening um, service and stuff like that. And so COVID-willing and all of that, it's, it's like we get to reclaim and get into something of the rhythm of the year. And I'm pretty excited about that as we come together. Just a reminder, if you were around earlier in the year, that our theme for the year is pilgrims. We sort of at the end of last year, we brainstormed, we felt like pilgrims was important, a journey into the wild. And, and, and we're wanting to do that together and, and to embrace the things that God uh, draws us towards. And so you'll hear a fair bit about that. You will have um, through the first um, part of the year as we did our Packing Our Bags series. And it will just be a recurring theme that hopefully God will begin to nourish and grow over the course of the year i 've also been thinking over the last week or so in a really positive sense because this could be a positive or negative in a really positive sense. so why again do we do church? Why do we gather to do church is it, you know i 've committed so much of my life to church and to gathering and, and you realize sort of you know what a what a disparate group you know any church is I was, I was with a group of our staff during the week, and I, I was kind of thinking you know. Only really in church have we been drawn together. We're of different ages, from different backgrounds, you know, different, I don't know, uh, gifts and, and and abilities and stuff, different parts of the North Shore. We, w- we wouldn't bump into each other if we hadn't arrived here. And then we started to brainstorm. We are brainstorming for term two of what we're doing here in church. And it was like, oh, I kind of get why we're here together because none of us has... All of the ideas, you know, kind of that was a brilliant thing that somebody said and and, and somebody said, yeah, but what if we do that? That'll affect that. And before you know it, this, um, this, this sort of creative juices are running and it feels like we might be able to kind of come up with some great things for term two. And then we had another um, thing that happened during the week, which was you know a, a ministry that we were going to be involved in during the week. There was a there was a couple of miscommunications and a couple of things that didn't quite happen the way we thought, and it looked like it might all fall over um, to you know our embarrassment or to the frustration of the people who are trying to lead it. And instead of that happening, sort of somebody stepped in here and somebody made a phone call there, and before you knew it, you know, kind of the thing that. Could have become a little bit of a problem too by the generosity of people, by the bigness of people by by the gifts of people being applied to it, we began to see um, the whole thing come together, and we were better for it at the end of it and I thought of myself you know kind of oh that 's one of the reasons that we do church together because together we are able to kind of, you know, be more than the sum of our individual parts or whatever it is, uh, to be more than the things that we would be able to do if we were ever alone and doing this thing alone. And of course, you know, kind of collectively we we can probably do mission better. We can probably do the things of God. We can certainly worship in a way. So all these things that relate to church. And so it's against those two sort of backgrounds, the sense of today being an important day of us recognizing each other again, or maybe for the first time, of coming together and having, a, having this idea of somehow, somewhere, God brought us together into this room, even if it's only for today. If um, you're just visiting and then you've gone, welcome. It's so good to have you as part of our, our family, even if it's just for a day, or maybe Just maybe it is for a longer time. And there have been people literally who have been with us 31 years through a whole journey of the ebbs and flows and people who have come, obviously most most people who have come in the process since that time. And so I've got four words really on my heart that I wanna share a little bit about today. And then I wanna introduce us and draw us towards a moment of communion where we, where we gather again around the elements of representing what makes sense more than almost anything I can think of in terms of this Christian walk and this Christian journey. So the four words that I'm going to work with today are celebration, um, gratitude, expectation, and togetherness. And I want to tell the stories really of our church and, and, and why we do something of what we do. Hopefully by the end of that, we will have a a real sense of being together. And so I think, you know, I want to start out with celebration because it, it just seems that there is something worth celebrating and being together um, as, we, um, as we gather today. You know, even though it feels like we're reclaiming something of our 2021 today, um, we haven't been idle in the last three months. We did a camp out uh, two weekends ago. It seems like a long time ago. And many of you were there and it was just this awesome, awesome thing that we managed to do. Um, we had Easter camp as Zoe and um, Tori um, and Josh have been sharing this after, uh, this morning um, already and how fantastic that was. And I mean, for goodness sake, we just built a chapel in our spare time upstairs, built this chapel. It is amazing. Had our first service there last week. And those are just some of the things that we've done over the last time. At Camp Out, we baptized Eden. Well, Zoe and Sean, was it? Yeah, Zoe and Sean together. I was thinking, was it it Ruth or was it? it, uh, No, so Zoe and Sean baptized. Zoe as youth leader, Sean as dad baptized Eden. And I was kind of thinking about it, you know, there was something about this baptism that represented all of what we are as a group together. As opposed to just, you know, kind of an individual together. And so, you know, kind of Eden gets the congratulations of a little sister, like, you know, can only happen along the way. You know, kind of we can't do that, but we can gather because there's something of us, something about, you know, what we've provided, something about the, the environment that is contributed to an experience that she had as she drove past Westlake Girls during the school holidays, seeing an angel. And I mean, what a great story that was that she read out to us for those who were around on that day. And we got to hear it and we got to be, I don't know, kind of, uh, we got to celebrate with her and the Jones family and all of that. I mean, what a fantastic thing it was to be able to be part of that. And you think, yeah, that's why we do it. That's why we're church together. That's why it's worth knowing Eden Jones, you know, kind of even if you're not her school friend or her Facebook friend or her or Insta friend or something like that, because she's on a journey as we're on a journey. We all contribute in small ways and big ways to that journey. And so when Paul wrote to the Colossians, and I'm, I'm reminded that most of the Scriptures are actually written to groups of people. It's like they wrote to Shaw Vineyard Church, not to Vic Francis, you know, kind of the leader of Shaw Vineyard Church. And Paul says, you're not in this alone. That's an important sort of sense. He's he's distant at this point. He says, don't worry, guys. I know you're unsettled, but you're not in this alone. I think that's a great reassurance. And then he says, and here's my favorite um, little phrase of the week. Then he says, I want you woven into a tapestry of love. You know what God wants to do with us this year? In some way, he wants to weave us together in a tapestry of love in touch with everything there is to know of God. And then he goes on, then you will have minds confident and at rest, focused on Christ, God's great mystery. All the richest treasures of wisdom and knowledge are embedded in that mystery and nowhere else. And we've been shown the mystery. We've collectively been shown the mystery. There is something that God wants to do in our midst that he could never do with us alone. And I think that's something that's worth celebrating. So we celebrate today. Because I think it's worth celebrating. We're also grateful today. I think gratitude is a really important thing. This is a a, a larger than just our group group of um, Easter camp um, uh, excited teenagers, I guess, along the way. And you, I mean, weren't um, Josh and and Tori just didn't didn't that melt your heart? You know, as you as you have you have this sense of an encounter with Jesus. You know, from out of the, you know, kind of some of the, I don't know, fragility that is growing up as a teenager today. How beautifully they shared. Wasn't that a wonderful thing? As I say, we, we sort of, we turned 31 um, as a church on April the 1st. And sort of you, you throw some of the, the ideas and the, the past and the history and, and all of that, and you realize that this is sort of an ongoing thing that God is doing as he fashions and shapes us, some of us for a long time and some of us for a short time. And yet being what we are and being what God's called us to be allows us to grow and develop and to be the things and to, to enjoy the things that God's doing. So this is a group of our, of our actual youth before they go off to, um, to Easter camp. And um, so they're kind of getting ready. But, but this wasn't the photo that I most liked of Easter camp. This was the photo I most liked of Easter camp. And so these aren't youth. They're starting to get a bit older. But... Um, for those of you who don't know, and, and you'll know some of those, but Matt, who's our children's pastor. Joel, who's only recently arrived in our church over the last year or so from the UK. Ben and Charlotte, who Charlotte's worship leads in the morning sometimes. So some of you will know, but you may or may not know Ben. Zoe, you know, because she's been up front. And Tim, you'll know. And these are a group of 20-somethings, and, someone, and one who just turned 30. <laughs> 20-something plus-ish and stuff like that. Who would not want this group to connect with this group? And I think about that, and I'm so grateful to think because we gather, because we are church, a group like, a group like this can, can meet and grow and connect with a group like this. And it's like my heart skips a beat because it's like there's something magnificent about when we are together. Um, there's something magnificent about, you know, back on um, uh, Valentine's Day, which happened to be a, a Sunday, and the youth and the kids had put together um, dried flower arrangements, and, we, and we, we raised $700 that day. And there's something beautiful about our auction on, um, I don't know, three weeks ago maybe, and we raised over $2,000 that day, which was able to send everybody who needed to go, to camp and somehow we did that together and those of us who didn't lose any sleep or eyebrows over Easter I'm so pleased I didn't go to Easter camp did I say that out loud but Tim Tim deserves a medal already he's been to 16 or 14 16 Easter camps my giddy aren't I I think so He was really looking forward to this Easter where he wasn't have to go, and then his jolly wife took up youth, and she pulled strings that I wasn't able to pull, and, you know, kind of all of that, and off he went, you know, faithfully and without grumbling, at least to me, to his 16th Easter camp. What a guy. But you can't help be grateful, eh, when you think about what God is fashioning in these moments, and so in Romans 12, again, it's a letter written not to a Roman, but to a group of Romans. And Paul says, Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life for, to good. Be good friends who love deeply. That's, man, if we can get to the end of this and we're a church of, of good friends. I mean, not everybody's going to be good friends with each other because there are too many of us to be able to know everybody. But if we have good friends who love deeply. Practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. You know, kind of um, invest in her and what you are. Be alert servants of the master. Cheerfully expectant. Don't quit in the hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. And we will be grateful indeed, I think. We will be able to um, access, you know, kind of these things of gratitude and, and celebration. And I think it's so significant and important. And then, um, and then my the next word is expectation. I think we have a a right to be expectant. And um, you know, when I say good things take time, I think good things really do take time. And I think what we've done upstairs and what we're introducing for the possibility of of a, a you know kind of further encounters with Jesus in our midst, in this, and in upstairs, and that woman there is just the best as well. So it's like, I I rate her, man. (laughs) I think we can have a certain sense of expectation of the things that God is kind of going to be doing in our midst. And so last Sunday morning at eight o'clock, we had our first sort of exploratory, sort of more, you know, kind of um, more beautiful, more quiet, perhaps more reflective service up there, And it felt like the Spirit of God was there and that something is being birthed and how wonderful that was and who knows where that will go and and where we'll take it. But it's like I think we can have some expectation that that God is, you know, kind of it's not 31 years and we've run out of ideas. It's 31 years and the freshness of God is inviting us into new things and to to grow and to develop and evolve again. I think that's so wonderful. And so just um, in term two, uh, a couple of things I want to let you know about. We're going to launch Trove. So we tried to do that in term one, but lockdown wiped us out. But we're going to do every second Tuesday night, starting on the 4th of May, um, a group called Trove, which we're saying is for the the bored, the stuck, the uncertain and the curious. The bored, the stuck, the uncertain and the curious. And uh, it might be a small group or it might be a big group, but we want to introduce you to some things to take you forward in your relationship with Jesus. I do hope some of you who need to be there will say... That I'm going to be there every fortnight during term two because we're, we, we think that's a God thing. Um, if you're newish, and Zoe was talking about, you know, the red, um, the red flower and stuff like that, we're having a, a new people's night on Tuesday the 11th of May. So pop it in your diary. We'll invite you if we have your details. We'll invite you kind of personally if we can. But it, kind of how do I get to be involved in community? What does it look like and how can it be? We would love to invite you to that. And then even a little bit out of our brainstorm that I talked about before, um, we, our series, our main series for term two, we're going to call something like On the Road. And we're going to kind of, we're going to delve into the scriptures of Jesus walking the roads and the things that, he, that, that the disciples learned along the way or the early church on the road, and we're going we're to try and smell it and sense it and learn the lessons and see what it means for us today as we take some road trips along the way as part, of course, of our Pilgrim series, you know, journeying into the wild. And, and, and so I think we can have some expectation of term two or of ongoing and of the rest of 2021 because it's an exciting thing and it's an exciting place to be along the way. And so in Psalm 33, it says, how wonderful, how beautiful when brothers and sisters get along. And we were having a little staff chat about this, and Sandy pointed out this is a song of ascent. And it wasn't about, you know, kind of just brothers and sisters getting along and how easy that is, but it was actually a it was actually a, a song that they sang as they worked through the the difficulties of getting along. You know, as they as they climbed the hill to Jerusalem, and there's a sense that they may not have started out all of that unified, but they ended up unified because of the because of the journey that they made, and that's where God commands the blessing, and that's where he ordains eternal life, and how magnificent it is when we are in this process. You know, you kind of can't have unity when you're solo, (laughs) and maybe you can have internal unity or something like that, but we can only have unity when we open ourselves somehow, When when we open ourselves to struggles and and um, and to our flaws and all of that, and we find that we're a safe place to be. Those people and to and to be connected in those ways. And then finally, this whole idea of togetherness sort of seems really important. I I love I love that aging South African and that still young South African, <laughs> and passing on, you know, kind of that um, that that tried and true uh, 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 lesson. Even though we we're only allowed gas, eh, Graydon? So sad, wasn't it? Nah. No, no me, no no wood, no wood at all. I love the sense that we're able to do that. I love um, the fact that we can gather in smaller groups. There's another This is in the Devets uh, caravan on the left-hand side. I, I particularly love this left-hand photo of camp Out, and the reason that I love it, and, um, and most of these people are here today, or only a couple of people are here. You have an 80 year old and a 50 year- old. And a 20-year-old and a teenager, and they are serving each other and being together and in the same space. And we have this sort of sense of where else do you get to do those things? Where else do you get to to be in the same environment? And I think that's worth, that's worth something. It's worth being together and to celebrating um, to be together. And so um, you can create beautiful spaces and you can create memories. And these things, and so every time we do camp out, it's like, oh, I wonder whether, I wonder whether we've done our best, you know, kind of we've done it five years now. I wonder if this will be the last one. And so, I kind of, we're, all, we're as we're leaving, everybody's saying, next year we should do this, or next year, you know, kind of when we come back next year, and it's like, I think it's on. So when we wave the flag, you know, kind of take the holiday and, and overcome any reticence that you might have. You know, whether you went or not and say, no, nah, it's family, it's together. It's, it's when we can discover in whole new ways that we are whānau, family, that God is doing something in our midst. And in a sense, our difference, which is pronounced perhaps, you know, across age ranges and backgrounds, and even theologies in some ways, can become our strengths, when we are a body together, and I think it 's a wonderful thing to do it 's something that 's worth fighting for it 's something worth growing and developing and so there 's this beautiful scripture in Acts that talks about them committing themselves and it 's a commitment hey eh? it 's like i don 't know it 's not a very nice day, so maybe the beach didn 't really lure you this morning and stuff but there 's a commitment even coming here on a you know Sunday morning or Sunday evening or you know kind of getting involved with somebody or noticing when somebody 's missing or whatever it is, but they committed themselves. To the teaching of the apostles, you know, kind of, I guess our version of that's the scriptures, but, um, you know, kind of to learning and growing together, they committed themselves to the life together, whatever, whatever that means. And it just seems for whatever reason, God has brought us together for life together, which seems an incredible blessing and an incredible privilege. To so the teaching of the apostle, or sorry, the life together, the common meal, which is where we kind of gather around a communion table and the prayers And all the believers lived in a wonderful harmony. Maybe they didn't start like that, but they lived in a wonderful harmony, holding everything in common. There is something amazing about what God can do in a people who go on pilgrimage together, who go on to walk together, who go on this journey together. And I think as we come back together, it feels like we're reclaiming something that we might've talked about in January and February. Um, But it's something that I think is worth investing in because it can get lost a little along the way of who and what we are and what we're doing in this process. Hey, once again, thanks for listening. And if you're in the Forest Hill or the Bay's area of Auckland's North Shore, we would so love to have you at our next service this Sunday. You can get details on service times and more info on our kids and student environments by visiting svc.org.nz. That's svc.org.nz. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time here on the podcast.